Psalm 112, these are God's words. Praise Yahweh. Blessed is the man who fears Yahweh, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in Yahweh. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Amen. Thus ends this reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. This is a psalm about the godly man. Uh, it has much in common, uh, for example, with uh, Psalm 128, the man eating from the fruit of his labor and the riches that are here and God's blessing upon his descendants here and in Psalm 128, the, his wife being a fruitful vine and his children shooting up like olive plants. Uh, and then at the end of that Psalm, uh, seeing his children's children, the blessing that comes out of Zion. So this is a Psalm about the godly man. Uh, but the Lord gives it to us in connection with Psalm 11, which is a psalm about the godly man's God. Uh, and not only does the theme uh, pair up, but he starts it the same way. Each one starts with praise Yahweh, uh, and then they're both in the same format. They're acrostics uh, in the Hebrew, with uh, each line of the psalm beginning with the next consecutive letter, of the Hebrew alphabet from Aleph uh, to Tav. Uh, and so we are to see how uh, not just what the godly man is like, but that the godly man's character flows out of uh, the life of his God in him and to him, uh, which is to say that the godly man is a God of grace, grace that gives us blessing, that is opposite what we deserve. By grace, we have been saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. And grace that uh, is God's strength for us and in us, that is the opposite of our weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Uh, and so the reason then that uh, we have as something of a refrain twice in the psalm, first uh, in verse 3 and then again in uh, verse 10, his righteousness endures forever. The reason his righteousness endures forever is because God is his righteousness. And so God is the righteousness of the godly man. And since God has identified himself with and gives of his character to the godly man, the 
the praise of Yahweh, the fact that his God, our God, is praised forever means that uh, when God glorifies himself in displaying uh, us as those whom he has redeemed, as displaying us as completely opposite what we were in ourselves, uh, that we will be honored, but we will be honored unto the uh, unto the glory of God. And uh, so you have at the end of verse nine, his his horn will be exalted with honor, and then of course the uh, the denouement or the footnote at the end in verse ten, the wicked who are wicked because they what they hate God. And so, of course, the wicked hate to see the godly, because the godly, first of all, uh, trust in the Lord, belong to the Lord, are identified with the Lord, love the Lord, and have character like the Lord. And second of all, when the Lord has finished all of his work in history, uh, those whom he has redeemed for himself will be honored unto the praise of God. And so they who hate God and who hate his praise will also hate the honor of uh, of the righteous. Well, then, what are the godly like whom God is redeeming unto himself, unto this end and in this way? Uh, first of all, they find obedience not to be a burden, but to be a pleasure. They find obedience to be not a burden, but a pleasure. Blessed is the man who fears Yahweh, who delights greatly in his commandments. This is uh, the same word that is translated delights here was translated pleasure in verse 2 of the previous psalm when it said in the psalm about God now, the works of Yahweh are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. And so the godly man not only delights to see what God himself does, the godly man delights to do what God says we should do. And so whether it's God doing what he pleases or we doing what God pleases, we delight. We are pleased with what God is pleased. Or we are pleased with what pleases God. Uh, so we delight in his works. And then when we come to do what he has told us to do, we delight in doing those works as well. Uh, as First uh, John 5 also says, if we love God, we do his commandments, and they are not burdensome. They are a pleasure to us. And so that's something to uh, to watch for in your heart and your life. If you're doing what God says, and you don't find it a pleasure, if you don't find it a delight, uh, then you ask him to help you and to deliver you more from uh, from your sinfulness so that you will offer not a well, legal obedience, but an evangelical obedience, not an obedience that is under the law as a burden, but an obedience that has been liberated by Christ uh, as a delight. Next thing that we see here, and this is really the center section of the psalm, are uh, all of the blessings of this life that uh, indicate that we have uh, blessing forever. Now, there are wicked who have uh, many descendants and who seem to have some earthly power, uh, but of course, they are tyrannical. 
uh, and godliness is not reproduced uh, in their descendants. And there are wicked who are rich. We are going to come uh, in the book of James this week uh, to many of the dangers of riches in this world. In James 5, 1 through 6. But uh, both the family relations of uh, the godly uh, and then the way that the godly uses their riches, both how he relates to his family and how he uses his riches, show rather righteousness uh, and the one who who then uh, has this righteousness knows uh, that the Lord will make remembrance of him uh, for the glory of God. Uh, there are many godly who have not been remembered by earthly history, but they are remembered in glory. They are honored in glory. Uh, the Lord Jesus has taught us uh, about the first being last and the last being first, uh, to free us from uh, thinking that the godly who have been forgotten by this world uh, are actually forgotten. No, they are remembered in heaven, and that is the much better place to be remembered and to be honored. So, uh, relations. He, his descendants are going to be mighty. Uh, his... Uh, generation, those who are uh, here generated by him, those who proceed from him, will be blessed. Riches, wealth and riches, uh, will be in his household. Now, wealth and riches may be lost, but what is in his house forever is his righteousness. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. And what does he do? With his wealth. Well, verse 5 and verse 9 a good man deals graciously and lends, uh, which uh, again sometimes you'll hear people lift one verse uh, to say um, borrowing is always sinful. Well, if borrowing is always sinful, this upright, ideal upright man of Psalm 112 would not be lending, uh, would he? Uh, a good man deals graciously and lends. Uh, and then verse 9, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. And so he uses his uh, riches in a way uh, that shows his righteousness. Uh, you notice his righteousness is uh, a blessing. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. In the midst of that which troubles everyone else, the upright is enjoying light. He's enjoying the light of the knowledge of God. He's enjoying the light of pleasing God. Uh, if you have uh, a right relationship with God, and if you are living rightly, then you have light no matter the darkness. No one can take from you uh, uh, hope in God. No one can take from you the opportunity to respond rightly to God. You can do that in every situation. And you have that light of the knowledge of God, the light of the knowledge of his glory. And so the, the righteous man has light for himself, and the righteous man is uh, a blessing to others. Second half of verse 4 there in connection. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. Uh, so righteousness is not a 
sour-tasting, mean-spirited, exact rigor, the way that those who have that legal uh, obedience, that burden obedience, often treat it. Uh, righteousness is open-hearted towards God and open-handed towards others. He is gracious and full of compassion. Uh, he's a he's a blessed man. He is a man who is a blessing uh, to those around him because he is gracious and he is uh, he is compassionate. And finally, remembrance. Uh, God, in verse 4 of the previous psalm, has made his wonderful works to be remembered. Uh, and uh, now the uh, godly man, in verse 6, will never be shaken and will be in everlasting remembrance. Well, one of the reasons is that the godly man is one of God's wonderful works. Isn't it a wonderful work that God would make a godly man out of a sinner? Praise God. And so if 111.4, he has made his wonderful works to be remembered, then this godly man, the righteous, will be in everlasting remembrance. If you are godly, you don't have to worry. You ought not trouble yourself about whether others will notice or others will see. We're going to have an entire sermon on that. Uh, next Lord's Day, the beginning of Matthew chapter 6. Uh, but if you see yourself and whatever good works you actually do as God's wonderful work to make you the way you are, well then surely God who does his wonderful works to be praised for them will receive praise for whatever godliness he leads you in and grows you in. And so watch out against your flesh that grumbles that you did these things and no one noticed is god no one do we realize even what we're saying about him when we feel those feelings in our hearts i mean just do like three or four chores by yourself and uh, and then mom and dad don't even notice that it was done and you can feel the flesh rising up in your heart saying nobody notices oh god has noticed and if it has been done in Christ by the grace of God, then isn't it one of God's wonderful works? Do you think he will let it be forgotten? Of course not. Nothing, nothing done by grace in Christ for God is ever forgotten uh, or lost. And so what a wonderful thing is uh, the godly man who is a work of his God and who ultimately will be honored unto the praise of his God. Uh, and what a wonderful thing it is to be then, uh, this godly man who delights in God's commandments, who has light even in the darkness, and who in the midst of darkness, for other people, they find him to be light for them too, because he's gracious and compassionate to them. Oh, may the Lord be pleased to glorify himself by making us such people as he describes in Psalm 112. What a privilege uh, if by grace you become a godly person and you get a companion psalm in 112 to the Psalm 111, which was entirely about God and his character. The Lord give that to each of you, my dear family. Let's pray. How we thank you, Father, that you have given 
to those whom you have chosen and loved in Christ and predestined then to be holy and to be before you in love, the privilege of being your wonderful works. Indeed, we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful works in the creation. And there's so much to study and marvel at in your wisdom and your goodness. Uh, but how we thank you for your wonderful works in redemption. And we pray that you would make us such works and that you would show us our blessedness, that we would never have grumbling hearts or wish to be noticed by others, but would have this delight uh, in you, in your in your commandments, in what you have done for us and in us and through us. Uh, so please, Lord, give us that life, we pray. We ask for this day that your spirit would not let uh, this lesson uh, depart from our hearts or our minds quickly, uh, but that we would live by faith in you and uh, rejoicing in you and uh, and working hard and serving well. Now, O oh Lord, bless us as we go to the rest of our day and grant that we would do so as those who are gladdened and strengthened by your Spirit in Christ. In his name we ask it. Amen.